Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, 3D printing physically creates or prints objects by adding minuscule layers upon layers until the final object is built, usually using a polymer. Now, WASP, or W-A-Z-P, is an Irish 3D printing company which is based in Tralee in County Kerry, and they they already have some major clients, including IKEA and Logitech. And the boss, Shane Hassett uh, of WASP, joins me now live from the kingdom. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Joe. So tell us a little bit more about 3D printing and how it works for you guys. Absolutely. Um, 3D printing in itself, you described it very, very well. It's a layering using a laser or using an FDM type technology, layering layer on top of each other to create products. But what's very interesting, it's, it's a great manufacturing tool, but it's a really powerful tool in your business model, which allows businesses like Wasp uh, to interpret how those uh, technologies should be used. So our interpretation of how additive technology or 3D printing should should be used going forward is that uh, WASP is a supply chain as a service that is, is enabled by additive technology, which means that we allow our customers to choose how they fulfil products using this technology. The IKEA example that you uh, that you mentioned, that has a huge amount of potential and is very much aligned with our vision for how manufacturing should be done and how uh, supply chains should be fulfilled in that products aren't created until they're sold and they're delivered directly to the consumer, uh, cutting out a huge amount of waste in the traditional manufacturing processes. Yeah, so you, I mentioned that you you usually use polymers to to build devices. It's not as if you're you're making um, wooden desks or chairs or cupboards from IKEA. You're, You're making what we would regard to the untrained eye as a plastic widget. It, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, we deal mainly with polymer, uh, polyamide twelve. It's a type of nylon. Uh, it's a hard plastic. Uh, if for uh, quite similar to injection molding uh, plastics, the types of products people will be familiar with. Uh, so we we work with that type of space, and you're absolutely right. Probably the products you've seen are a little bit widgety, and that has been a little bit of a bone of of contention for us internally. That. Um, we use this amazing technology. We've built these digital systems on top of uh, physical factories, and some of our products are purely decorative. Uh, so a big part of our ambition with IKEA and for the launch of the new product range in February uh, was to add a lot of functionality to those products so that these uh, pieces of plastic that we're creating are not only you know, visually stunning to look at and have really creative forms and shapes that are not possible in traditional manufacturing, but that they also provide some functional value as well, which was, I, I think, something that we were dedicated to after the launch of the first on-demand project with IKEA. Now, you're doing all of this in County Kerry. It's wonderful. That's right. It's uh, Kerry has been very, very good to uh, very good to us. Myself and Mariana, the CEO of the business, uh, the CEO of the business. Uh, we founded the business in in Poland originally because we'd been working in mass manufacturing. I came back to Ireland for a quick holiday and had been uh, while I was here had been told about Enterprise Ireland and the New Frontiers program in Kerry in particular. Uh, during my holiday, I had a couple of interviews and spoke to people at Enterprise Ireland. And within a month or two, we were uh, set up and running in uh, in Tralee and haven't looked back since. And does that enable you to get talent from the western seaboard of the nation rather than to have to draw people from you know the, the bigger cities like Dublin? 
Definitely. The universities in Limerick, in Tralee, in Cork have been very, very good to us. Uh, obviously, as you know, uh, startups, we have limitations on uh, on our spends and uh, and so on. So it, it, particularly in the early days, so being that close to the universities, being able to engage with students on work experience programs and to be able to ask them to come to join us directly out of university and for us to be able to show them uh, what what is required from uh, additive from people working in additive and people working with WASP's interpretation of what, how additive should be used? So it has been uh, massively important for us to be able to get to to this stage uh, with with local people. And three D printing was heralded a few years ago as the future. Now uh, people were talking about everyone having three pr- D printing devices in their own homes, even in a few years. That hasn't happened. Where do you think 3D printing is going to go in the next few years? And do you see it as a mass product or more of a specialist product for the next decade? I think there is an element of mass in the in the product. It, the biggest challenge with uh, 3D printing at the moment is the cost competitiveness compared to, let's say, injection molding. <clears throat> That is that is probably one of the key reasons why it's not being adopted to that scale. You're not seeing millions of units being produced in additive, but that is definitely falling. We're seeing it ourselves, uh, certain products, some footwear products that we're working on at the moment because of the efficiencies of additive technology and because of what we can remove from the traditional process of assembly and so on, uh, that these products become cost competitive and even in some cases better value than the traditional uh, approaches. So I do see additive of becoming a very, very useful tool for mass manufacturing. And one of those aspects that we see as being critical to making uh, additive and mass technology or 3D printing and mass technology is uh, what we call a distributed manufacturing network, producing as close as possible to the point of need and support to the time of need. Meaning that uh, the ambition for WASP is that we would see production facilities or on-demand flexible factories uh, deployed in markets where demand exists uh, there Well, best of luck with that, Shane. That is Shane Hassett, the boss of WASP, and that's W-A-Z-P, in case you're wondering. That's W-A-Z-P in Tralee in County Kerry. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.